so these elements of what we're lacking in current 2020 status, there's so much that's being focused on. So it's also an election year and I'm not going to get political, but people are focusing on things beyond their capacity. Uh, well, we have so little control in life. True. And, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts as well. It's that surrender effect that when you can recognize, and, and this is a, it's a lifelong process. It's not easy. We're as humans, we really think we do have control and our stress and anxiety is primarily around the fact that we think we actually have control and we can try to make this work and we can think hard enough, work hard enough, stress hard enough to like manipulate things that are completely outside of our capacity. So I think that it really is important that we realize we don't know what's going to happen with COVID. We don't know what's going to happen with the election. We don't know what's going to happen with our healthcare system. We don't know what's going to happen with our economy. We don't know what's going to happen with our own physical health and wellness. So we have to just at certain points surrender to that, let go of it in a way of, I have to just enjoy what I have right now, live the way I can right now and trust that things will work out because it, if they don't, it doesn't help me to stress about it because I really can't change it anyway. And that's something that I think is having worked so much in my life with terminal patients and having death doula certification and going through these courses and reading books and, and understanding in a deeper way of what it means to really know that your life is just a matter of moments and all of ours are to then live full out 100% authentically, honestly to yourself, to other people, enjoy every single thing, every bite of food you put in your mouth, you really slow down enough to taste it. Every breath of air, you slowly take it in, sit in this silence, grounding, sitting on the ground, doing things that allow you to really connect with your physicality. And those actually then start to bring up moments of joy that were so unexpected. Like the first sip of wine and I'm like, oh, so good. First sip of coffee in the morning, same thing. Certain, you know, ways that my animals will look at me. Stepping outside and smelling like that fresh ozone scent after a rain. These are the things that if we can slow down enough to really just appreciate what's happening around us, then it can bring a sense of joy in just that moment. And that can make a huge difference versus living in the past, living in the future and the stress and the worry and not ever appreciating what's right here, keeping us alive. Every breath is actually a true gift. Absolutely. Living in the past, constantly looking in your rear view mirror. Yeah. There's so much concern about if those, those ideas, those events, those people were the highlight reel, you know, and there was, uh, there's a book that I bought for Megan the front desk. It's called uh, something about Snoopy Dance, and it's it's a series of animated pages of Snoopy from the Peanuts. But it was a conversation between him and Lucy that said, "Aren't you worried about what's going on in this and this and this?" And, and Lucy was like stressed, and um, she said, "Oh my God, what if what if that was what what about this event?" And Snoopy just kind of came back and said. What if that's the worst of it, but the best is yet to come? Mm. It, it, and you just don't know. You, you know, we, you and I have been through a lot of in the last year, year and a half in our own personal lives and professional lives and, and this and that. I mean, ups and downs, right? Right. I mean, let's agree on that. Yeah, for sure. 
but yet we we don't just look back, we look ahead. And I think a big part of depression for most people, and this is where I'm gonna get really, really real and transparent. So I got a phone call from somebody who's near and dear to me, who who's actually somebody that I've known my entire life. And when the phone call came in this, this weekend, it was out of just like this concern and despair of just how the world's going to shit. And, you know, her life is basically just so depressing and, and, and just so not what she wanted. Her expectations yeah. of what she thought her life would be like at her age were not there. And so, you know, I, I let her talk and, and obviously this is somebody I, I really care about. So, you know, she wanted to voice her concerns and where she's at. But once we started talking, all I heard was her stress was for all of how good things were back in the day. Mm -hmm. Nothing of the present. Mm -hmm. And it was a focus on like this election and the news of just these like empty promises of both sides of, of, of the political coin. And, and we didn't, I, I was trying not to judge her. She was obviously laying into me for what my thoughts and beliefs were. But I said, you don't know. You you have no control of this election. Neither do I. I mean, I love to vote and the idea of voting. But the true sense of it was I'm one person in a state that's very conservative. So if I vote liberal, it doesn't matter. It could be possibly that direction. But we got in talking about this, Kenna. And, and this is the reason I'm bringing it up is because she was letting that, and, and so this conversation was between my own my own mother, my my own birth mother, of who I've known for 42 years. She was depressed in the state of Michigan because of the way her governor and the way that the the political party approached this whole COVID lockdown. Yeah, they're shutting businesses down. They're they're disconnecting families. They've literally closed the borders. So my family, who's Canadian and American, sorry, but I'm Canadian, half Canadian, half American, half Ukraine, half this. It doesn't matter. I'm from all over the country in the world, but it was like they wouldn't let their own family connect. So we talked about this earlier, like, okay, what can lead to depression? Not being able to see your family, your sister, your mom, yep. your, your own siblings, your nieces and nephews. I mean, I get it. And, and so the reason we're bringing this podcast isn't just to, you know, talk about what's going on that's bad. On the flip side of the coin, this is what it's really about. It's about talking about the solutions. We know how bad stuff is going on between the states, between the countries, how much, you know, stress there is in everybody. But let's focus on some of the things that people can do. And so the cool thing about episode number 24, um, we started with Dr. Kenna and episode number one and number two, which was a long time ago and over a year ago. Yeah. And so she was talking about her vision, which was Soul Sage. And uh, I'm very proud that Dr. Kenna now has her uh, website up and running. Yep. And she's now consulting with patients one-on-one. -on -one. She's working on that intensely as her own life is changing directions and the wind is shifting her in this direction but you know this is something that we wanted to bring to you guys because i think and, and this is kind of in the, the fiber of of my being that you know this is something that can help you get through these tough times that has the counseling that has the uh, credentials that has the understanding of what you can do clinically to get through this 
So let's talk a little bit about some of the things, maybe like a strategy, if you yeah. will. Like what can people start doing in their lives that could help to kind of flip the coin of like, hey, I think I'm not feeling good. I'm kind of depressed. But like, what should I do that can possibly change the next few days, weeks, months and years ahead? I mean, there's so many things that come to mind, but like the very first initial thing is looking at addressing the whole of you. So you don't want to just do something physically or just do something emotionally or just do something spiritually because you are a multidimensional being. And so you want to address this from every aspect and perspective of who you are. My, my true sense is that if we can get in touch with our true nature, our inner heart, soul, and listen to that intuitive guidance, if we can listen to that and not just keep like suppressing it and pushing it down, that's gonna bring true a true sense of joy and happiness. Because if we can start to live from that place where that's what's guiding us, then we're not gonna be so worried about the external and what they're saying we should or shouldn't be doing. But that's a process to so, get there. So focusing on things we can control, yes. not the things that we can't control out in the right. universe and the world. And so okay. my very first thing would be, start some type of a practice every day a practice of silence and it can start with three minutes three minutes five minutes whatever it is stop slow down turn all of your distractions off sit and focus on your breath and sit on the ground if you can and feel into just the holding that you have we do nothing for the ground that we walk on live on that holds us and it's there no matter what let's talk about that for a second because so one thing being barefoot in no shoes sitting on the ground yeah you have a closer connection and and so one of the things that i heard from um uh there's a docuseries from zach Efron called down earth yeah and they're in iceland and they're and they're talking to some experts about the hydro electric reliance so they've gone from complete carbon footprint like terrible terrible yeah. terrible with coal burning to just a decade or two later to completely clean. Mm -hmm. So they're talking about like the the ions, the positivity oh, sure. of waterfalls. Yeah. So we're talking about nature. So like like go to Absolutely. a waterfall like Niagara Falls or even your local, you know, somewhere in your state. But these are antioxidants. The negative and the positive ions off of these are antioxidants. There's so much in nature that, that kind of just brings uh, a positive vibe. Yes. And and so spending time in nature, fresh air, yes. fresh water, yep. clean foods, raw foods. How about movement of... Uh, moving your body for yes. sure. So, so the brain, it, it requires activity, yes? Definitely. This is kind of being transparent too. So... So you and I did a shred in the beginning of the year, and I feel like the four or five weeks of that constant daily movement and daily like exercise, pushing it to the limit, you also do a lot of sweating, and yep. you also do a lot of just in, in general, like the the intensity of exercise is focusing on something that's that's kind of painful. Like you're almost putting a, a certain level of pain, inflecting pain in your body where life becomes easy. Like if my workout's that hard, my day was easy. Well, that's the thing about exercise and why it's so beneficial for the stress response and the adrenal glands is that when right. you put yourself into an exercise regimen, 
you are in a controlled stressed environment for your physical body right. and it's learning how to adapt to that and accommodate to that so that when you have an external stressor that comes in you're you're more resilient you can better handle it because you have this already happening True. plus you're working yourself to a place where you're sleeping better you're you're not as you're releasing uh, endorphins so that you're feeling better, but you're also releasing stress in so, a way by yeah. physically supporting your well-being as opposed to releasing stress by eating too much or drinking too much or whatever this, you know, numbing sick situation is that you're looking for. So talk about like health benefits of exercise um, in contrast to the, the, the flyer handout that I got this week from the antidepressant, which mm -hmm. was basically just killing you and stroking you out and killing you with suicidal thoughts. Exercise, diet, positive mental attitude, fresh air, fresh nutrients, which is super, super important. I mean, they were eating seaweed salad and, and, and like sushi. That's just amazing and, and drinking some good wine. But like that Mediterranean diet, that kind of like healthy eating is giving your brain nutrients, right? I mean, to make those neurotransmitters that make your brain happy. Movement is activating parts of your brain. Like laughter, one, one thing that, you know, I, I think I feel like, and this is something that came back this week, and, and part of advanced your health is really getting into like the table side. So we had this three questionnaire, uh, <laughs> three questions that patients answered on the way out. It was, if you could describe Dr. Maley in one word, <laughs> what would it be? If he is a superhero, what would his superpower be? And then one thing he'd love about our office. And almost unanimously, people were excited, happy, there was laughter, mm. love, love that I laugh every time I come in, but it was, it was a, a very positive note. So yeah. I got adjusted today. I love that we're doing a podcast today because I just came back from Bob's office. Driving to Atlanta, I told you about this, I almost yeah. died. Yeah. There was, there was accidents, there was head-on collisions, there was, there was fire trucks, there was just, it was, it was a complete show. I mean, Atlanta's 285 traffic is you get a badge every time you make it to where you're going. Yeah. So I get there and then it was great. We had awesome adjustment. We went to lunch, we hung out. Driving back, I mean, just complete stress response. I mean, I'm literally sitting in traffic at 80 miles an hour while there's semis all around me. I look to my right, there's a flatbed um, full of like tombstones. I'm literally sitting on 85. You want to talk about stress response and, and depression? Imagine you're sitting in traffic and you look over on the most dangerous expressway in the entire United States, by the way. I'm not surprised. And I see a, a flatbed of tombstones and I'm going, holy <laughs> don't die. And so and immediately I start getting in a depressed state. And it was like, it was like this immediate adrenal response. And so and the reason I, I texted you earlier about this is because I was like, I need to take a nap because my adrenals are shot. Hey, podcast listeners, if you're under stress from this 2020 show, your adrenals are shot. So let's talk about how to build the adrenal system to uh, curb some of this. And, and one of the biggest things I'm doing this week is I'm increasing what? My trace minerals. Yeah. Talk about Soleil. Yep. So I'm going to introduce Soleil into my morning, uh, my morning routine ritual. So I'm going to drink like some 
some crystals and what trace minerals from Himalayan sea salt, the yeah. pink salt. The original Himalayan crystal salt. It has to be the original. They come in stones like little rocks of salt have 84 minerals in them, and they occur in the same concentration in the salt as they do naturally in our bodies. So you create a solution called Soleil. You fill, take a glass container, put a couple of those stones in the bottom, fill it up with purified water, let it sit overnight. And then each day you take about a teaspoon of that and put it in 16 to 20 ounces of water and drink it. You've got these 84 minerals. When you have minerals and water, they follow each other. So when you're drinking a lot of plain water, you're flushing minerals out of your cells and flushing them out of your body. When you drink something like Soleil, these minerals are immediately absorbed into the cell, the water follows, and you have intracellular hydration. So side note, you won't, you won't pee as much when you're drinking water because your body's absorbing the That's water. right, exactly. And so there's a lot of things that you can do. I mean, that helps to keep your neurons firing. It's Those are also, you know, they're electrical charges. And so anything that's an electrical charge is gonna be um, energizing to the system in a sense. You can do things like vitamin D. Vitamin D is very important for mood. And most Americans are low in vitamin D. Yes, you get it from the sun, but you need 20 minutes of full body exposure. Full body exposure. Cause I mean, you're talking about people, and maybe the their hands. The sun every and day. And yeah. also it's fall. So you can't have, you cannot have sunscreen on that's, you know, completely much, defeats. How much perfect. sun did you see this week? Zero. Not so much this week. <laughs> like 2%? Yeah. yeah. None. So, you know, there's definitely things you can do. Staying hydrated, eating healthy, raw foods, supportive nutrient-dense foods, all of that's going to feed your system so that you feel better. We talked about the exercise. I really think that the mental-emotional aspect is a huge component. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a tendency towards depression, if you tend to get in these melancholy moods very easily, look for a good therapist look for somebody that does somatic therapy where they can help you figure out what you're feeling in your body and how your body's trying to express to you what's happening emotionally um you know look for outlets of creativity things that bring some sense of joy or um get your juices flowing so whether that's like writing music or listening to music or um i took a pottery class today let's like, talk about that so and it's funny you say that because doing something that's out of the norm that gets you out of your element and that rut but but you but you enjoy it because it's new it's challenging i mean if you wake up go downstairs or go in the kitchen and make the same pot of coffee you do every single day and the daily routine is the same yeah it becomes depressive i get depressed yeah. and i'm being, i'm being transparent i get depressed when i have nothing to look forward to and we're so, creatures of change too. We so, need change. Absolutely. One thing we're we're doing, and, and this is something that we just did with the office, is we put we put a vacation on that calendar, right? So November sixth, we're all going to the retreat. We're going to the lodge. We're going to the river. We're going to go hang out. It's something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. I've done this for probably fifteen years of my life, maybe more. But I've always had something six to eight to 12 months out to look up to. Mm -hmm. Something different, something out of the elements, something out of the country, something out of the state, something out of my daily grind. Yeah. And yeah, I'm going to cuss a lot on this episode because I'll tell you what, depression and suicide is no joke. When your own mother calls you depressed and who knows, I mean, she drank so much wine. I don't know if she's willing to do something else. I don't know. But people in my own life are getting to the point, I have friends and family that are getting, they're bubbling over. 
this is six months is about as much as some people can handle apparently yeah. me i can keep going keep going to face diaper let's have some fun let's you you can make fun of me you can tell me how i'm killing you because i'm not wearing a mask we can talk about how social distancing and this that and the other but the reality is you have to understand your health and the reason these podcasts are my voice and my blueprint is because i am adamant that you understand you're in control of your own health you as a listener have more control over your health than the government your insurance your friends your family your loved ones your genetics everything you do everything you say think eat move whatever it is in your 24 hours on this planet every day that's what determines your health and if we can advance your health through changing that, tweaking that up, dialing it up, maybe getting you to be pissed off about something, I don't know, whatever it takes for you to get off the couch, whatever it takes for you to get moving and quit eating food. Oh, yeah, this was my favorite quote of the day. So the government's going to apparently put chips in our body. I hope I get Doritos. <laughs> That is the joke of a storage unit next to my chiropractor, and they're making fun of COVID-19 uh, because you know what? Everybody else is. When are you ready to make fun of it? Because here's the thing. If you're going to get depressed and think about killing yourself because some made-up bullshit, an election infection, that's your fault. That's you. That has nothing to do with the rest of us. My job here is to grab you out of that swimming pool and pull you up so you don't drown. If you're walking towards a cliff, I'm going to pull you back. The idea of what's coming ahead, its they're going to scare you. They're going to try and intimidate you because that's what makes them money through pharmaceuticals. It's what gives them control. Exactly. But here's the other thing, too. Think outside of the box. Yes. So when you start to get into a place, where you wake up every day and it doesn't feel like it's worth it and you're so depressed that you consider taking your own life or you know making massive changes to your existence don't just succumb to it like look at your options and there are things that the government doesn't want you to know about because they're effective let's talk about that and pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know about because they're effective mm -hmm. And so we we see this with cannabis right now. So cannabis is legal as recreational in certain states, in, medical in, many in certain states. states. Michigan, my home state, yeah. Colorado, California. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. The, Oregon, list, the list, a, yeah. list keeps going. And it can, continues to increase. Yeah. We've got recreationally legal, we have medically legal, and then we have somewhere there's none. But the situation is that I believe, anyway, I guess I shouldn't say the situation is, I believe that the reason it has not been federally legalized like it has been in Canada is because pharmaceutical companies are trying to figure out how they're going to make their money and how they're going to get their fingers into it. And so they have control on the government. The Absolutely. government has, I mean, they're all yep. in bed together. Yep. So everything is delayed and slowed in that process. If we look at things like MDMA, um, which is, a particular substance molecule that uh, has been researched and studied an awful lot. There's an organization called MAPS that's doing research right now. It looks like we're likely going to see MDMA um, legalized for therapy sessions. 
Uh, it is the main ingredient in ecstasy, but without all the speed. And so what this does is it allows for a deeper um, aspect of being embodied in something without the major emotional triggers. And so it's been really beneficial for things like PTSD, for people who are veterans who have PTSD mm -hmm. and they've been on every possible medication, gone through every possible type of therapy there is. For 18 years, they're in this constant state of misery. While we're on that subject. And how many of them end up killing themselves? Thank you. So Sergeant Major comes in, he's talking about how every month he gets his pharmaceutical cocktail email or uh, mailed to him yep. in his little pill, From the VA. his little pill pouch. Yep. No medical doctor follow-ups, no it's awful. real, no real like, like testing done. And it's just, healthy. here's what we want for you. And he said, no way, there's just well, no way. And this is the thing, is that these people continue to experience the PTSD and the anxiety and stress and the fear and the depression and the misery and then end up suicidal. Right. And when they have gone through this MDMA-assisted therapy and you're in a therapist's office and they're holding space for you while you're going through the ceremony or the experience and then they're there to help you integrate what comes up for you, um, there is a movie called Trips of Compassion. It's a documentary. It's in Hebrew, so you have to read subtitles, but amazing experiences of people who have gone through massive trauma, and you watch their therapy sessions, basically. Um, super impactful for a lot of people, and some of my patients who have a terminal diagnosis, who like understand that there is, there is a lot that they're dealing with existentially so, and deeply that they don't understand. But before you move, just... So the thing is that with this therapy, after two or three sessions, you have a session with your therapist and then the next day you're there and you integrate what's happened and they're there to support you. After 18 years of things not working, two or three sessions and 18 months later, these people are claiming that they have no symptoms of PTSD. These are actually things that can be curative. But our government and our pharmaceutical companies don't want that because they would prefer that you be on benzodiazepines, big pharma, and SSRIs, antidepressants for life, over and over, and pay and pay, and you're 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 the sheep to their cow, cash cow, the sheep to their cash. You're cow. basically a number, you're a copay. Your money a, in the bank. Here's the thing, and I've said this before, but I'm gonna say it more direct. Big Pharma wants you just healthy enough so you can pay your copay mm -hmm. and not dead so you can't pay your premium every month. Mm -hmm. What what am I talking about in these podcasts is how to excel in life. I meet a couple. They're friends of patients of mine. Patients talk about their experience with us in our office and talk about their quality of life. And this young couple's like, I think that sounds like what we want. We've been looking for this for runners. We've got five Ks. We think chiropractic needs to be a part of it. And I said, Yeah, if you want to live or live a full potential, if you want to live to your full potential, mm -hmm. then this podcast is for you. If you're not scared to just do what you think the best life has in it for you, that you can go and travel and do and run and exercise and play, then 
that's really what, what I want to talk about. So with this couple, they said, uh, hey, uh, some, sometimes that's a, that's a lot. Like, that's a lot to say. That's a lot. That's a, that's a, woof, that's really intense. I told this, I said, you know, I, I get that you think I'm a lot and I'm really intense, but maybe you're just not given enough. Maybe you're not, you're not put into life what I am. And that's why I seem so intense. Maybe what you're not doing is you're not giving it your all out, your full potential. And you're just limping through the day, limping through your week, your life. What if, what if you lived every day as if it was your last? So one of my favorite quotes is James Dean. Dream as if you'll live forever. Mm -hmm. Die as if you'll I mean, live as if you'll die today. Dream right. as if you'll live forever, live as if you'll die today. I agree. And that is really like the precipice of even what Soul Sage is, working with people who have terminal diagnoses and helping them to live fully and in and find joy and peace and happiness and purpose in what time they have remaining, but also helping other people who don't have a diagnosis to learn to live every moment to the fullest. That's what brings joy. That's what brings a sense of fulfillment. That's what brings a remedy to depression and living in this like insane society that we live in we have to say at some point we have to stop and say no turn off the news sometimes turn off the social media let's talk about that turn off the that makes you feel yes. stressed and anxious and when you pull it up if you start to feel that pit in your stomach Visceral. or that racing yeah. heart yeah. put it away it's not serving you no and Yes, of course, you need to be informed, but you don't need to yes. be obsessed by it and thank preoccupied. You. If with you it. scroll through, and thank you, social media, thank you, Zuck, for ruining our lives. If you feel like the next news feed is going to change your life, and you're a Facebook junkie, and you're an Instagram junkie, and you're a news junkie, and you're not a me or health junkie, then you need to change it because I feel like, okay, so this, all right, let's get, let's get to reality. So first thing in the day, let's focus on what? Quiet time and internal meditation. Yes. Connecting yes. with your spirit, connecting with your heart, your soul, whatever you want to call it. Connecting Sun, with the divine. Sunrise, birds, dogs. Best right before the sun rises. That's when you're hey, closest to that realm. Quick question. What's your what's your dogs and what do your dogs and cat do? And, and what do my dogs and cat do before they wake up or before they get their day started? Do they stretch? Um, yep. Down dog, first thing they yeah, do. Yeah, down dog, up dog. So Maybe we learn from other species. So we start our day, we stretch a little, we breathe a little, we meditate a little. How about the, the next step? Maybe drink some fresh water, maybe some Fuel yourself, minerals. Good fresh water, yep. maybe some Soleil. You're getting all your minerals. So what is Soleil again? Original Himalayan crystal salt stones made into a solution. Trace minerals for your adrenal system, for your thyroid, for your body. Yes, but eat clean, eat raw, eat eat things that are living, eat things that are fueling you. Fruits, vegetables, whole whole grains, fresh water, anything that's nutrient dense. Move your body, get in the sun, 
get in the earth, touch it, feel it, walk through it, whatever you can do to connect with nature. Supplement where you're you're void that day if you're not in the sun. Vitamin D, definitely. Vitamin D. Everyone should probably uh, be listen, on vitamin D three. Uh, essential oils, fat, uh, essential fats. Essential fatty acids are massively yeah. important in that component. So MCT your omega-3 fatty acids, things like chains. that, those yeah. are going to help to fuel. That's really good for your brain chemistry and your and your cognitive function and your mood. But then also consider things like looking outside the box, looking at things like microdosing with psilocybin if it's legal where you How live. About CBD? I mean, that's CBD that's, that's is good for the too, brain. Right? That's yep. very calming to the nervous system. I mean, there's so many ways that you can look at doing it outside of the box. But the thing is, don't allow yourself to get sucked into the rut of this is misery and I can't get out of this. Without a medication. Without I mean, a medication. Everyone might need a different route, yep. but find someone that can help you find that route. And certainly, you know, therapy, looking at, at what's triggering you, those kinds of things are also going to be helpful as well. It's it's yeah. really about addressing the whole human, body, mind, heart, and soul. So Dr. Mitch Malley, who's one of my mentors, and we're going to kind of end on this, and I know we could talk all night on this in many regards, but realize your your windshield is bigger than your rear view because what's ahead of you in life is so much bigger. I mean, you may not see it. And, and I hope that at some point you've listened to previous podcasts, you understand um, my podcast early 2020 was the surrender experiment. And you understand that you need to surrender to your day-to-day -day life and, and what's happening. It's happening for a reason. And when you give, when you give that up, when you understand that what happened today, good or bad, it was a great day, it was gold, or you stepped in a pile of dog shit, I don't care. Every day happens because it's supposed to, and that gives you the faith, the understanding, the celebration of your life, that you have so much more ahead. And if you can connect to that, I think depression goes away, PTSD is a real diagnosis of you've been through some shit, but maybe life ahead might be better. And I think if you can prescribe yourself to a series of natural action steps to PTSD, I think you need to get with somebody. I think you need to talk to somebody. I think you need to get some control. And I've got some, uh, some friends in my practice that help to deal with this. They're coaches. They've been through multiple tours through Afghanistan, through Iraq. Their life is helping you. So reach out to me. I want to get you in touch with the right people. If, if Dr. Kenna spoke to you today and made sense and you want to get a hold of her, how do we get a hold of you? So you can go to my Instagram and you'll start getting lots of good information on a regular basis, everything from green juice recipes to uh meditations body mind heart soul like that's the whole focus and that's dr kennabrook.soulsage that's d-r-k-e-n-n-a-b-r-o-o-k-e dot soul sage and you can go to www.soulsage.com that's my website you get more information about what i'm offering and you can also sign up for my email list where you'll uh, get blogs and updates on the regular I'll be honest, I think this was one of our best podcasts because the the material, the topic was so relevant. And if 
if I can save a single life, and I really hope that happens, but I really don't hope that happens in the sense of I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but America, I get it. You're oppressed. You're, life isn't what we signed up for for 2020. I thought this is going to be my best year yet. Yeah, no, not exactly. But let's um, let's stick together. Let's do this together. You know, they've been saying this in the news and the ads. We're all in this together. I agree, 100%. I'm on your team. I want you to survive 2020, have an awesome year, have fun, enjoy the rest of this uh, last quarter of the year. So more podcasts to come. We are just getting our feet wet. And uh, so I'm going to tell you what, our team's growing and we're having some fun. I've got a few more podcasts on, uh, on the lineup and uh, look forward to the last quarter of 2020. So let's make it happen. Enjoy, have a great time, and uh, stay healthy. Oh, and I will be with you when the darkest winter comes. Oh.